On today's Locked On Bama, we're going to welcome in John Garcia, who is a staple of this program and all Locked On podcasts. He does an amazing job with SI.com. He is the source for recruiting, and we're going to talk to him about Alabama football recruiting right now here on Locked On Bama. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's normally him, but today... We have upgraded in every facet of the game. We bring in John Garcia uh, from SI.com. John, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Luke. Appreciate the kind words as always. Uh, let's just jump right into it. Alabama had a big weekend this past weekend. We'll talk about the big weekend upcoming in another segment. But uh, this past weekend, they had some uh, pretty big-time visitors, a couple of them, uh, Brandon Ennis, and then uh, uh, Jalen Mbakwe, who is a, uh, a younger guy out of – Clay uh, Chalkwell, and um, man, he he's a stud. Tell me what you know about these two. Well, Brandon is could be the the number one receiver in the country when when all is said and done. He's certainly among the most recruited, heavily uh, and experienced, being really a four year varsity guy already in South Florida. Uh, Bama's been in this race for quite a long time, even before he initially committed to Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley backed off. Of course, USC is still in there. But even after that point, Alabama, Ohio State, they, they've kind of been the schools that have long been linked to Ennis. But the difference between USC, Ohio State, and Alabama was that he hadn't been to Tuscaloosa. So that was a major box that Nick Saban and company needed to check off with uh, Brandon Ennis. And they did it with an official visit. Uh, it was a smaller weekend. Uh, so in terms of the class of 2023, just a few big-time prospects taking official visits. Uh, so that way, most of the staff could sp spend plenty of time with Ennis, who's already, again, very high on the program. He's high on Saban. He's high on Wiggins. He's high on the offensive scheme and certainly the production that has gone down at that wide receiver position. Uh, so it was good to get that first trip. You certainly want to bring another one uh, for Ennis down the line, if possible. Maybe he comes back for a game, something like that, because it does seem like he's taking his time with the recruiting process, having already made uh, that first verbal commitment. I think he's, he's a little bit slower with his pace right now, but it's kind of the same schools, Bama, Ohio State, USC. Miami's trying to keep him home. You know, he is a South Florida kid, uh, so that new coaching staff will, will shoot its you know, proverbial shot there. Uh, but most of us feel like it's going to be an out-of-state battle between those three schools that, that we continue to mention, different shades of red uh, for all three of them there. Uh, the, but the Crimson Tide within that group uh, should feel good because they were always in it, even without him having taken the visit. Uh, so now you enhance uh, his standing with Alabama having hosted him for 48 hours. So you got to feel good if you're a Crimson Tide fan with Brandon Ennis relative to his timeline. And then like you mentioned, Jalen Mbakwe is, is a phenomenal class of 2024 recruit in Stater from Clay Chalkville, a two-way guy uh, who helped them to a state championship last fall. I was at that state title game and you just see the speed oozing off of this kid, whether he's on special teams, offense, or defense. Probably projects a little bit closer to a secondary prospect to me at the next level, but you can absolutely throw him at wide receiver if you're looking for a player comparison. I think Kool-Aid McKinstry would make a lot of sense here. Just an athlete who does everything at a very high level 
with natural twitch and athleticism. So any visit you get from him is, is a big deal. He's going to be arguably the premier 2024 guy in the state of Alabama. So obviously never too early to get involved with those guys. Good stuff there, John. And we're going to talk about a couple of guys in the state uh, that took a visit to Florida recently. And uh, maybe they're leaning that way. But first, I want to talk about Bet Online. Look, this is where you want to go whenever you want to get that bet in. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, and everything else you need, including the NBA basketball championship matchup, NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, college baseball, college football futures, and NFL futures, MMA, UFC, whatever you need. Bet Online's got it. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device. A little thing you keep in your pocket to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online is where the game starts. Also, want to tell everybody about our listener survey. We have an important favor to ask of you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. All right, buddy. Um, couple of guys visited Florida recently from the state of Alabama, Kilby Collins and um, Tamarian Parker. They all, Florida already has the crystal ball lead, I believe, for A.J. Harris, the defensive back out of central Phoenix City. Tamarian Parker just got crystal balled to um, Florida from uh, Ch- uh, who was Chad Simmons, right? It was Chad, yep. Yep, Chad Simmons over at on three. And um, then there's Kilby Collins. I saw a tweet out today. Uh, wearing all Florida gill, saying, how'd I look in blue? Um, man, Billy Napier making some waves in the, in the Yellowhammer State. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, you just know Florida has always been one of those programs that has spot recruited in the state of Alabama. But you definitely, and you, you laid it out perfectly, Luke, you see the increased attention from that Gator coaching staff in the state of Alabama, particularly on the defensive side of the ball where, you know, Florida's reputation has been strong over the long-standing period, even through a few different coaching staffs. Uh, and, yeah, they had Kelby Collins, Tamarian Parker, A.J. Harris just set his official visit uh, to UF for later this summer. So, yeah, there's definitely a push from the Gators to pull some Yellowhammer State talent. I think of the three, you know, Harris has, has really been been in, in talks with Florida for quite some time. I think once the new year turned over, it became sort of a Florida – Clemson race with a sprinkle of Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. Previously, Ohio State was, was kind of viewed as, as that school for AJ, but we've heard a lot of Florida buzz here lately. So now he sets up that trip. And then his teammate just visited, right? Uh, Tamarian Parker, also from Central Phoenix City. Uh, and that's where we really hear the buzz having shifted a lot in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and the Gators certainly have some of that momentum right now. But Collins is the most interesting to me from the Alabama perspective because I do think uh, he could be the best prospect of the three. He's maybe the highest on the board for Alabama of the three. Uh, so momentum there is one where you really get your eyebrows you know, perked up a little bit if you're an Alabama fan because he's a Gardendale kid, relatively local to Tuscaloosa, and he's just a big interior prospect. Those are the guys that Alabama's been able to 
land year in, year out, especially within state lines. So you almost expect him to end up there should Alabama push for uh, his verbal commitment. But I got a text in the middle of the week before Collins even made the visit saying, hey, Florida is really going all in on the Yellowhammer State and particularly Kelby Collins. But that's obviously rubbed off on, on some of these other uh, Alabamians that have visited Gainesville. So obviously going to be interesting to follow. We, we've talked about how loaded this class of 2023 is in state, particularly on defense. Obviously, Alabama can't grab all of them, uh, but you do want to grab the majority, especially the ones that you're, you're truly high on. Oh, there's no doubt. This class is absolutely sick. I mean, you've got, already got a quarterback in Christopher Vizina, who's, you know, top seven to eight guy, already committed to Clemson, headed elsewhere. And then you're talking about three other guys that could be headed towards Florida or maybe even Georgia. There's another guy that's not particularly linked to Alabama, but I find it interesting um, that he's not linked to Alabama because I like him a lot. That's Jeremiah Cobb uh, out of the Montgomery area and a uh, good player. And it looked like for all the world he was going to get to Auburn, but this last visit to Clemson this past weekend may have put them over the top, right? Yeah, and Cobb has, has had Auburn for a while, some of the other schools on his list for quite some time. Florida's involved there too, by the way. But when when we spoke earlier this spring, he was like, man, I need Clemson. You know, he was gunning for that Clemson offer. He finally got it, I believe, in late April and immediately set up this official visit that he took this past weekend. And basically every top Clemson target was – on campus over the weekend, including Christopher Vizina, as you mentioned, who who's long been committed to the Tigers. He's recruiting his tail off for Dabo Sweeney and company. Uh, and yeah, so you could see why Cobb was gunning for this Clemson offer. That's really the one that he thought could offset some of the more regional and or SEC offers on his list. And, and yeah, it looks like it's a Tigers versus Tigers battle there. One of those if you look across the state, you know, at Auburn, it's one of those must win recruitments uh, if you're Brian Harson and company, because Cobb can absolutely go over, I think, 2,300 yards last year. He'll be, he'll be just as good this year for Montgomery Catholic, which, which should be loaded on both sides of the ball once again. So, yeah, that, that's a big one for Clemson, uh, Alabama, or excuse me, Clemson, Auburn, and Florida in their own right. But right now, I'd peg it as, as an ACC Tigers versus SEC Tigers kind of deal. All right, John, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. These Built Bars are absolutely awesome. You can see one right here. These are the Puffs. They're fantastic, covered in chocolate, but they've also got this new one called Caramel Brownie. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're so, so good. 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. That's unbelievable. These Built Bars are absolutely delicious. They're good for you. It's great. Uh, appetite suppressant, really, but I mean, it's, you know, a lot of times you think that and you're like, you're eating something that's doesn't taste good. This tastes awesome, and you, you're you're happy. You're suppressing that appetite with something that tastes this good. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order at built.com. I also want to tell you about uh, the NBA show that we have here, Locked On NBA Big Board. Um, everybody out there, now, uh, in terms of uh, around the South, they seem to have a guy that's in the NBA draft or at least the talk of it. Alabama's got J.D. Davison. You can go to Locked On NBA Big Board, their podcast, and their hosts give you all the in-depth look at the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, the big boards. Follow it, Locked On NBA Big Board every day and on the Audacity app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. That's Locked On NBA Big Board. All right, uh, let's talk about this weekend coming up for Alabama. First of all, 
dun, 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 Arch Manning will be coming in, which is interesting because Alabama already has a commitment from Eli Holstein. Although, you know, there is part of me. I, I don't mean to go all dumb and dumber here, um, Lloyd Christmas, when I say, so you're telling me there's a chance that Arch Manning could still commit to Alabama even with Eli Holstein. Um, a couple of ways this could go. If Arch Manning did really want to come to Alabama, let's say he comes in Alabama, you know, just wows him. And he's like, I want to come here. Well, a couple of things could happen, I assume. Um, they could both sign with Alabama, which is not unheard of. I think there wasn't Vince Sutton and Jeff Dunn way back in the 80s. That's probably earlier than you can remember. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, Alabama has signed stud quarterbacks in the same class before. Or maybe something like Eli Holstein says, okay, I, I'll demit. He's decommitted before. And I'm not saying I prefer one to the other. I love them both. I think they're both fantastic. I'm totally uh, – satisfied with having Eli Holstein as the commitment. But I know Arch Manning is the five-star of all five stars. He is the story in this recruiting class. Do you think there's any opportunity that maybe he could commit to Alabama eventually? I do. I don't think a kid like Arch Manning is going to take a visit to a place he knows 1,000%, hey, I'm not going here, uh, especially an official visit. Now, an unofficial, maybe earlier in, in his career or in his high school career, fine. You know, Maybe, hey, I just want to check this out get some initial footing here, but he's got plenty of footing at Alabama. He's visited three times dating back to last fall. This will be a fourth trip for an official. And when you take the official after so many unofficials, Luke, it's about going in depth. It's about really digging into that angle. We heard all the buzz coming out of Georgia this past weekend with Arch having been on campus. It was about the depth that Kirby and Todd Monken were able to, to take him in terms of the scheme, you know, the real X's and O's, getting on the whiteboard, drawing up plays, going old school Gruden's QB camp style uh, with these quarterbacks. You know, that's what it's about. You know, Arch knows Athens. He knows Tuscaloosa. He knows Oxford. He knows all these college towns very well. But I don't think you're taking an official visit this late in the process because we think he could be getting close to third base, rounding maybe uh, towards coming home for a verbal commitment. You don't take a trip like this if it doesn't mean something. Now, is Alabama the most likely destination as we currently sit? Do they have the most buzz? Probably not and definitely not relative to Georgia and Texas, especially coming off that Georgia official. But he's still scheduled to take this trip to Tuscaloosa. And again, we've talked about this. Arch Manning ain't worried about nobody else on the commitment list. Now, it could be different going in the other direction, but I don't think Arch is, is worried about that. So it is still a very big deal that he's on campus. And, and like you said, Luke, this is a school that has been able to do this. I think a couple of years ago, Talia Tengovailo and Paul Tyson were in the same class. And then, of course, in 2017, you signed Tua Tengovailo and Mac Jones in the same class. So Bama's done this twice in the last six years or six cycles or so. Uh, so they are one of the few programs that have shown success with that route, uh, you know, for, for different quarterbacks. So I do think it could be uh, about as ridiculous a haul as we've ever seen if they do sign these two Louisiana quarterbacks, by the way. Um, I'm not sure it's going to happen, uh, but certainly, again, if it is going to happen anywhere and anybody could manage it, it's probably Nick Saban in Alabama. One final question, John. Any this is a huge weekend for Alabama. We can't even go down everybody that's on this list. It's, it, I mean, are the headliner, but if he weren't the headliner, there'd be plenty of guys that could take top billing. Um, anybody you think commits to Alabama after this weekend? Oh, that's such a good question. I think maybe some of the the recruits that are a little closer 
to ending the process in terms of taking visits. You know, I think a Eugene Wilson, a uh, kid from Tampa, uh, could could be close uh, to making a decision. He's a slot receiver, incredibly fast, lifelong Gator fan. The Gators are in it, but Alabama is one of the rebuttal schools that, that he'll take a trip to just to see where he stands. So if he falls in love, I could see, you know, him getting through the process here relatively quickly. But I'm, I'm looking at these offensive linemen that are visiting four offensive tackle types headed to Tuscaloosa the same weekend. I think that will be very interesting. You know, Francis Maui Goa isn't very close to a commitment. He's out of IMG, but he's a big fan of Evan Neal, looks up to Tyler Booker. We know about the IMG connection on the offensive line in particular for Alabama. So I'm keeping my eye on him. Caden Proctor, Iowa kid. Some people view him as an Iowa lock. Uh, maybe that's the case. But again, if one school is going to push against the grain and maybe change his mind, I think Alabama could be one of those. He's a Jedrick Wills type of right tackle swing prospect uh, who can block everywhere uh, in a pinch. And there's a couple other O-linemen visiting as well as the local kid, right? Wilkin Formby uh, out of Tuscaloosa Northridge. This kid, for being a Tuscaloosa kid, I think he's undersold, much like we saw with Brian Robinson in years past. Uh, but don't don't take that lightly. You know, he is one of the best offensive tackles in the country. And over the last 12 months, I think he's upped his stock as much as any offensive lineman uh, in the country. Had a different SEC staff, not Alabama, tell me that he's the best kid in that sort of Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana footprint at offensive tackle. And obviously with the talent coming out of that region, that says a lot about Formby. So obviously being a Tuscaloosa guy, I keep an eye on him if, if he wants to make a decision as well. John, you're the best, man. Appreciate you every single week. Jumping on the show, all of the Locked On family does. You just are a busy, busy man, and we appreciate your uh, just just moving all over the place. And we need you, bro. So uh, you're doing a great job, and we'll key again soon, okay? Always a pleasure, man. Take care. Take care.